Phillips file for a Tuesday. We don't like to play British music when uh, Daryl Payne is here. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, we just like to show him that oh. we too stuff can is better? produce some music yeah. here and there. Yeah, know? take that. That's yeah. some Levon Helm for you. Take that, Fab Four. Oh. Daryl Payne, of course, uh, with Perfection <laughs> Dog Training. Daryl is kind enough to show up every first Tuesday of the month. So, you have any questions about uh, your dog, the behavior, or things that are going right or wrong, and you want to share with Daryl, maybe try to get some answers, you can give us a call. 1 978 1041. You can text us as well at Real Mobile 77031. How you been? Ready for the holidays? Yeah. He's yeah. <clears throat> getting super busy. Super busy. I think Thanksgiving Bye. comes. And Bye, then everybody the dog- wants their do- yeah, dog destroys Thanksgiving for the family, and then mm. they everyone panics because they're going to do it again at Christmas. Or is it they have <laughs> friends, family coming in, they just want to make sure the dog behaves? And, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you know. I think that, and yeah, I think genuinely <laughs> the dog ruins Thanksgiving for them and you know, eats the turkey and you know jumps on the what? guests and stuff, and, <laughs> and now everyone's panicking for Christmas. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should, probably, you know, in some cases, people are feeding the dog things they shouldn't be eating, uh, everything from cranberry sauce to stuffing and yeah, yeah. pumpkin pie. Grapes, chocolate, raisins, uh, turkey, turkey. um, Yeah, what are are the things that dogs should never eat? Chocolate, they say, never any chocolate. Yeah, mostly chocolate. um, Like the the remnants of the the turkey, or certainly turkey bones that's being cooked. No bones at all, chicken or no anything, any cooked bones. Cooked bones are, they they fragment, they they splinter once they're cooked. So no. no Even even a beef bone. Well, it depends on your dog. I mean, if you've got a power chewer that's going to going to do if you've got chihuahua then they can chew on that all day but <laughs> if you've got a power chewer that will go through steel then power you don't want to be giving bones that are going to splinter so yeah, like a big german shepherd or something like that yeah power chewer yeah so you know those those ones we would give the uh reindeer 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 how very festive <laughs> deer antlers you don't have reindeer here do you yeah. well, no, uh. um, no no don't know uh, yeah once I'm a year christmasy i've all got this christmas bug now well, like, usually land christmas. on the roof you know like <laughs> The right. day before Christmas. But Absolutely. Other than that, I've never actually, seen I'm, one myself. <laughs> I heard him. <laughs> I heard him. It might have been the kids upstairs, actually. I got, I guess I've got a message before we go on that um, I mustn't forget to wish my daughter, Chalice, a happy birthday, which is a surprise a to me. Birthday. I didn't even know I had a daughter, I'll be honest. Oh, Stop boy. it. No. I, she's 15. 15, can you Wow. Remember? How did that happen? Yeah. Cool. Uh, how did that happen? See? Yeah. That's what you said. If say. I go back 15 well, years, I can remember. Yeah, well, no, biologically, no, no. I can explain it to you. <laughs> no, no, no. Thank you. Well, it was 15 years ago. That's probably the last time. Oh, stop oh. it. It's because you got your wife a blender. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I do it every time. So, so uh, she's 15, so I, I bought her a present and I bought myself a present as well. It's a, it's a male libido inhibitor for, for 15-year-old boys. Oh, very good. Yeah, it's 12-gauge pump action. <laughs> <laughs> Comes with a shovel. <laughs> and oh a little my. poster for outside the door. It'd be nice if you just give your kids a shot and say, okay, from, you know, 14 yeah. through whatever, you know, sorry. You just, they have no libido whatsoever. They have absolutely no sexual desire yeah. whatsoever. And, and, and while they're, they're there, we could give them a brain as well. That'd be great. Exactly. Yeah. Just, you know, reverse the... Reverse the action, so to speak. Can't you just send them away for the teen years? No, no because what do you about mean by 15, that? 16, they start to drive, and then I get a chauffeur. So, you know, it's a trade-off, isn't it? <laughs> I get a little chauffeur and a you know, slave to go to the shops. Oh, my. So are you a, a fan or not a fan of uh, of people dressing their dogs up for, in, in this case, because I saw hundreds of them now, you know, <laughs> in their, yes, well, it was a cat, but. And, and just the cat up like yeah, a Christmas we're not tree. Cats. Oh, what the? You know, oh, that's what are cute. people? What are people doing? That's clever. I, I think that's know. cute. I mean, it, it can it can look. A, I think it's animal abuse. Myself. It, I really well, do. actually, I'll tell you, I, I saw a thing on Facebook the other day, and it's it was some kind of championship for 
um, groomers, and they were like, colouring these dogs, and they were they had like the Muppets coming out of these dogs. That's in, adorable. And it, no, that's abuse. That's, that's <laughs> adorable. It's horrible. Yeah, and it, I mean, that's going too far. I mean, some people like to put a little skirt on the dog for a party. You know what? You know, it's, it's not going to kill the dog. Um, personally, I never dressed my police dog up like that because I think it might have just, you know, it would turn ruin, on you, ruin the image a little yeah. bit. Mm. You know, Sod mm. borrow it, fluffy go. Hey, screw with them. I mean, they'll get back at you sooner or later. Right. Yeah, they do give you that look. Like, I hate you so much. Yeah, just, I mean, sooner or later, they're going to come asleep. back and they're going to do... Let know. me get some uh, things out of the way. That's uh, perfection dog training. Let's get some telephone numbers. Let's get some websites and Facebook uh, sites and all that stuff. So what do you got for us? Right, so uh, the Facebook is Perfection Dog Training USA members page. Okay. Longest name in the world, but it was too late by the time I uh, did it to change it. Okay. Uh, the website, perfectiondogtraining.com. Right. And the number with the fragrant child bride penny at the other end, 407-456-1066. All right, 456-1066. So you're busy now. I mean, yeah, really, really well, yeah. you got so many things going yeah, on. you got therapy dogs and you got the sniffer dog class going yeah, on. Yeah, we've got, well, the sniffer dogs are now searching for guns, sea turtle mucus, and they're just about to go on to um, narcotics. So, not literally, they're going to be sniffing out narcotics. Um, so, that'll be their three things. The, we've got a graduation on Wednesday for the search dogs and the therapy dogs. Um, we've, we've got so many requests for dogs, we really have, but we've, we've hooked into uh, the children's home up in Enterprise, fantastic place, so, uh, so desperate in need, and uh, the therapy dogs are going up there to help with the kids, and we're doing a toy drive and all that thing for mm. them as well, you know. You can't believe the, the start that some of these kids had. You know, it's yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. What do you got, Daryl, can you talk about the family that you introduced me to? It was a couple weeks ago at the, the class in Winter Springs who heard yes. about you on the show. Yes. Um, we had a family that comes to us. They're, they're avid listeners of the show, and um, they called us actually a few or months ago to ask about Service Dog. Um, and they said to us, look, you know, um, we really can't afford $20,000 for a service dog. And to be honest, we can. Um, right. And I'll explain to them, you know what? You don't need to spend that kind of money. Um, they had a daughter or they've got a daughter who has seizures. Right. Um, so I advised them to get a puppy, advised them what breed for their family. And they got a golden retriever and just let the puppy grow up with the daughter. Um, <clears throat> they come along to the training on a Saturday. Um, and they come up to us a couple of weeks ago and told us that the dog is now without any training at all, hmm. alerting to the daughter's seizures. The dog has actually saved her life twice. So wow. what happens, the dog detects that the, that the girl will, is beginning to have a seizure. What does the dog do? Uh, the dog goes up and he'll, um, first of all, he'll try to arouse her. But when the dog gets up and sort of runs, runs over, yeah. um, the, the, either the family see it go or the dog will go and rouse her, and if it can't arouse it, it makes a noise, and they, they're alerted to the fact that oh. the, the dog is alerting wow. that there's something wrong. Dogs have got this, this, it's almost like a sixth sense, but actually it's scientifically proved. Um, at, just above the roof of their mouth, there's um, all the gubbins in their nose. I went to the science of it, but the gubbins in the nose can detect hormones and things yeah, like that. Right. That's how they know if people are friendly or if they're not friendly, if people are sick. So when, you, when you're sick, your dog comes over and sort of nuzzles up to you and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're sensing that. It's all in the hormones. You know, when they're out sniffing around where other dogs have been, they know um, what, um, what breed of, or what breed, what um, sex of dog has been there. 
even how the dog is feeling, the emotional state of the dog that's that's peed on that tree, their nose is just incredible. But this this dog has now saved this girl's life twice. Wow. Um, and they're on the therapy program now. So at the end of that therapy program, we'll add the extra little bits on there, well, and they'll have a service dog, and it's doing the job because service dogs are supposed to do a job for people. They well, can't just have a vest for, on. For squaring them away, I mean, because I would imagine a lot of people say, oh, it's $20,000, but it's our daughter. We've got to do something. Well, and they're shelling out thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, you know for maybe no good reason whatsoever. There's, as you said before, you know, there are people, you can just put a shingle out there and say, I'm a dog therapy trainer. Yeah. With absolutely no experience whatsoever, and uh, you get taken for you get taken for a ride. Well, they they said it's thanks to the show because if they weren't listening to the show, they would never have heard what I was talking about. Service dogs at the time, they'd never have heard that. So you know, they came up to us to thank yeah. the the file really for all of it. All right, we're going to get a couple of people lined up. Uh, we'll take some phone calls. If you have any questions for Daryl Payne from Paw Faction Dog Training, that's coming up next on Real Radio one hundred four point one. You're listening to The Phillips File. Real Radio. 104.1. Liberty, we could afford a real babysitter instead of your brother. All right, enough of that. Uh, Daryl Payne from Pawfection Dog Training is our guest. He shows up every first Tuesday of the month. I don't have a lot of time to listen to this song because I'm going to get to some questions for Daryl. Here's Rob on Real Radio. You're with Daryl Payne. Go ahead, Rob. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Hey, Rob. Um, My wife and I I have a uh, Mastiff that goes about 180, and actually I'm on my way to South Carolina as we speak to pick up a 13-week-old puppy. Um, And I've been reading a lot about... um, Raw chicken wings and chicken necks and things of like that, uh, turkey necks. Is there a benefit um, to that? Obviously, it's not cost um, effective to you know to make it a, a, a normal diet, but it, would it be any benefit to the occasional meal replacement? That's a good question. You're not a big fan of things like that, though, are you, Daryl? Uh, well, the raw diet, sometimes called the BAF diet, uh, I think it's biologically appropriate raw food or something like that. Um, I think it's BAF because it makes you want to BAF. Um, it's one of those things which uh, some people love it, some people hate it. Um, it is something which, if the dog isn't on it all the time, yeah. it's very difficult to switch from raw to dry, back to raw, back to dry, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, there was a f- there's a few places that were great advocates of the bath diet and that giving them chicken uh, chicken wings, chicken necks. Why? You know. Um, well, they they think it was more um, more natural to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to a place in England. Um, before I came out here, and I said, would you feed your dogs? They had two German Shepherds, magnificent-looking dogs. And they said, rabbits. And I said, all right, well, rabbit food. They went, no, no rabbits. And uh, they, he shoots uh, rabbits on his dad's farm, yeah. cleaves them in half, throws them out. The dogs do the rest. Um, so it's a very natural diet. I think that's the thinking behind it. Um, and there was a great, there's very strong advocacy for it at one point. Um, and they said that, you know, they can eat the, uh, the chicken bones because they're bendy, they're not cooked, so they can take them. And then a dog died. And then the sort of the advocacy dropped a little bit for mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that I've got against it, it it's it's very it, it's a little time consuming if you do it properly. Um, so you've got to have time on your hands. And also, I don't like the fact of the handling raw food around the kitchen the whole time um, because you're going to spread salmonella around and yeah. stuff like that. So it's something which, if you want to do it, it's not going to do the dog any harm. It is it is healthy for them. You've got to be careful. 
but um, stick with it or go onto a, onto a dry food. Let me get Don't back mix to yeah, Let me get back to Rob. What, what do you feed your mastiff? What does he eat Ooh. or she eat? Well, they, they, our dogs eat a, eat a fairly decent kibble. Um, you know, we we don't feed them the, the you know the, the typical uh, food off the grocery store shelf. shelf. We don't feed them uh, you know the high high end, but yeah. you know they. So, but we we feed them uh, uh, nature's domain right now, and you know they do well on it. And you know I appreciate I appreciate your opinion. Okay. I think it makes our decision a little easier. Okay, there you go. Thanks, we appreciate it. Here's another call, Brandon. You're on with Daryl Payne on Real Radio. Go ahead. Hey, thank you, Daryl. Um, I have a question. I have a about a five-year-old. She's a Siberian Husky and Shepherd mix. Nice. And uh, recently also have a new baby to the household. Oof. And she's about, baby is about six months old. And recently the dog has started like, uh, I don't know what the correct term is, but it looks like she's looking for, like she does when she's looking for fleas, but she does it to the baby's pants leg. Really? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if, she, I mean, she's not aggressive to the baby at all. If anything, she seems to be really protective. All right, describe and for I me again, uh, I mean, what a do- I mean. Is she nibbling it? Is she scratching at it? Sniffing, scratching, yeah. biting, no, no, not biting, yeah, but nibbling. Like, just like, yeah, nibbling, like with her front teeth, like if she's scratching for a flea on herself or like yeah. on like, her Interesting. It's yeah. like baby corn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, let's see if we can get an answer for that. Thanks. Yeah, she's tasting the baby just to see if it's really what she wants that day to eat. No, no I'm kidding. That would scare me. Oh, yes. That would cause me great concern. I think, well, there's a couple of things here. I think, I think first of all, we've got to get out there that um, it's, it's, um, having dogs too close to babies can end in, in problems. Um, and action will always beat reaction. So, you know, the things where we take pictures of the baby's face right next to the dog's yeah, face and stuff like that, crazy. you know, I'm, I'm really not a fan of that because things can go wrong very quickly. Um, but I, I don't think there's anything really to, to worry about. And I think she, what she's doing is grooming the baby. Females will tend to do that with a new pack member. Um, she's come over and it looks like she's trying to mother the dog. So she's sort of nibbling away. And that's how they groom each other. Um, so I don't think there's anything particular to worry about. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. I would, I would stop the dog well, doing it because they've got very sharp teeth. Those front ones, the incisors, and they are very sharp. They're designed to uh, strip meat off of bones. Um, and so, if she if she goes a little bit too hard, a little tiny one, Jerry, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If she goes a little bit too hard, she could end up nipping the baby. And and then if you go to a hospital with that, then the dog's going to get quarantined or put down. So it's not something I would I would advocate. Um, I would stop it. Um, you know, let her lay near the baby, but not right, not, not too close. Well, get the baby a flea collar, and you got a problem. It sounds like mother in it, though. To be honest, yeah. But is there a chance that the dog is really bonding with the baby oh, so much that when you try to move the dog away from the baby, then the dog's turning on you? Uh-oh. Uh It really depends on the dog. I mean, yeah. you've got two very dominant breeds there: a shepherd and a Siberian husky. Both of them are a challenging animal. They're both very dominant, um, but it sounds like she's accepted the baby, and that's that's a good thing because German shepherds, especially, they're great with all the family members that are there right. initially. But you know, and I think as I said in one of my other my other um, shows, you know, my German shepherd, our German shepherd, when I was four, picked my sister up out of her crib and went and put her by the back door. You know, we don't want that. That can go. <laughs> so, yeah. Really? Yeah, we got rid of the dog. It's a shame we should have got rid of the sister. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> but yeah, but. 
some German shepherds. They, I mean, picked they, her up by by the clothing or by the clothing, her up by yeah. the neck. Yeah, no, by the clothing and just like dumped her by the back door and so that can go. So <laughs> some some especially shepherd and those kind of breeds, the guardian breeds, they have trouble accepting new family members, and that's something to really bear in mind when you are bringing babies into the house. You know, we don't let the dog sniff the baby. Yeah. Yeah, because again, things oh, can see. go wrong. So, right. you know, by all means, have, put a blanket in with the baby and the mum yep. in hospital. Bring the ba- the blanket home. Let the dog sniff the blanket before idea. the baby gets home. Get used to the smell. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not crazy. I see those photographs of the dog right next to. Or the, laying on the. No, it makes me go cold. I get. I get very nervous. Yeah. No. And, it's not my baby. It's not my dog. But I get. Yeah. I just get nervous. About and it's always people get all bent out of shape because it's a pit bull and a baby. It's not just a pit. It's any dog. A Jack Russell, a Dachshund. You know, anything like that can bite. You know, and and babies got very thin. So. You have the baby blanket, before, let's say before the baby comes home, or something with the with the baby scent on it. Yeah, I so mean, the dog is there, the smell. Is there any sign that a dog would give that it would be accepting of the, of no. the baby? I mean, whether it pees on it or rips it to shreds. Or, no, I if mean, it pees on it, it's more dominance. It's, you know, uh, okay. that would be a red flag for me. I'll be honest. Um, but just getting the use to the smell of the baby, yeah, um, into the house so that when the baby comes home for the first time, it's not whoa, that's a new smell. What's that? So it just gets it a little bit used to it beforehand. And right. then, you know, have the dog near you, but not right next to the baby. And look, come and see your new brother and all that. Oh, God. All right, quickly, because uh, <laughs> we run out of time. Uh, Pawfection Dog Training, 407-456-1066. If you have some problems with your dog, you want some, you know, behavioral therapy, so yeah. to speak. He's a master. He's an absolute uh, magician. There's no question about that. Quickly, what's going on Saturdays in uh, Winter Springs at the park? Yeah, Saturdays we've got the group training still going yep. on. Um agility, obedience, all mixed up together. And we've got the searching on a Wednesday. We've got the therapy dogs have just started a new course. We'll have another course in January. Um, loads going on, absolutely loads. And remember that the in-home stuff only takes two hours. It's just one one session. Yeah, no the reason you have to sign up, uh, you know, to get 10, 25 uh, 10 courses. instructions right, for right, somebody right. and spend a, a terribly large amount of money. And uh, before I let you go quickly, uh, what do you think, Prince Harry? Uh, well, that I don't think that's a marriage that's going to last. Oh, I boy. I don't think oh, so. that's you know. so rude. Well, first well, of all, she's, she, she's not going to be a princess because you've got to have royal blood to be a princess, mm-hmm. so she's not going to be a princess. She'll be a duchess. My fear is, I'll be honest with you, that she is a strong, independent woman, and the British royal family don't do strong, independent women. They want quiet people that know, demure, the know their place absolutely yeah. okay. you know like like Catherine you know I, I think it might end up in fireworks if she starts getting a little bit too big for her boots and you know um, it's hard to go into a family like that it's a, it's a bit of a dysfunctional family I'll be honest <laughs> that's why I didn't marry into it <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. the reason. You couldn't be a princess. You and and princess I'm not, going, I'm, I'm not like going anywhere. I can't be a princess. That's it. <laughs> Thank you, we'll see you in a month, okay? Absolutely. All right, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Daryl Payne from Perfection Dog Training. The number again, 407-456-1066. We'll take a little break. When we come back, we're going to fit it in somehow. Probably Jack's audio file next. Then we'll move a bonus round of closest to the bent pin, maybe to 5 o'clock. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check up the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A man planned to propose to his girlfriend atop a cliff in England but he slipped and broke his ankle. He is now engaged however. Good for this fella. Not letting a little broken ankle stop him mate. Next, researchers claim a rainbow hung around Taiwan for 9 hours. If this is confirmed, this will be the world record holding rainbow. Also, if no one was able to find the gold at the end within 9 hours, we don't deserve the gold. Finally, 
a woman is facing drunk driving charges after she drove the wrong way, danced on her car then tried to flee on a kid's scooter. I mean, you can't pay for that kind of entertainment and you've got to admire her dedication. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. Radio 1041 on Twitter, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC.